0: As we come into the period of meditation this morning, I invite you just to tend to your posture. The way we come into our posture is a place of opening to metta, to kindness for our bodies. Just sensing that balance of stability, presence, and also wakefulness, maybe lengthening the spine, yeah, if it's helpful to allow the
1: eyes to rest for the practice, you may just allow the eyes to close. And noticing what you're naturally aware of. Seeing what happens if we take some moments
0: without imposing any particular technique.
1: Just sensing what you're actually aware of. And allowing the attention to continue to move inward. Feeling how the attention can really sink down and feel your body. Feel the breathing. So the body's filled with the natural presence of just being alive. Inviting the pelvic floor to just
0: widen a bit. And drop down so you're not perched on top of your cushion. That you're actually supported in contact with the cushion or the chair.
1: A gentle spreading and softening through the pelvic floor. And it may be helpful to begin with imagining
0: like there's a warm a warm syrup starting at the top of your head that is flowing and melting down through your body, inviting this kind, melting, warm presence to soften
1: through the forehead and jaw Pour down through your arms, all the way down to your palms, resting. And to flow down through your chest, through your belly. Irrigating the legs, the hips from the inside out.
0: So the body is imbued with the presence
1: of awareness in this way. And we'll continue
0: to invite you to work with an anchor, a home base, for the attention.
1: For many of you, this may be the the rhythm of the breathing,
0: really allowing the breath energy to
1: steady the mind. Feeling the Swelling, the slight uplift of the in-breath.
0: Yeah, often through the shoulders, we feel
1: it a bit, the chest. And that gentle settling of the out-breath.
0: Often we sense the out-breath, especially down through the belly and the pelvis
1: a sense of subsiding. The breath, if the breathing is uncomfortable in any way, you might
0: use the sensations of your palms resting and the body sitting as an anchor. We're just widening the awareness to include the sounds that
1: are rising and passing in the room and in your own body. The in-breath is like a moment of vitality, a pull of life that happens on its own. And the out-breath is a
0: place where you might just allow any extra distress to move through. Anything that needs
1: to be to rest to help you be here more fully let the out-breath be light and shimmery the body is a magnet for the mind So keep breathing and hearing in the foreground of the awareness. Thoughts and emotions, all sorts of other experiences will roll along.
0: No need to stop that. Just keep the breathing body
1: at the foreground of the awareness. As we cultivate
0: mindfulness of the body, mindfulness of sound, the the anchor is not a goal. It's not something we try to get to. It's more of an invitation to remember a resting place,
1: to remember the presence of sati, Just this breath, just this moment. Keep feeling the breathing body. This is a river
0: of sensations flickering, flowing,
1: experience of energetic impressions. Not so much the idea of breathing or hearing. But the vibrations, the tones, this sense of fluidity being known within the awake space of awareness. Within your natural capacity to be aware,
0: you'll notice moments that are somewhat unpleasant. Sensations in the body or states of the heart. Maybe even sounds that you like or don't like. Just notice how it's possible to be aware of a moment of an unpleasant Experience or sensation,
1: and to let it just be that. There's no need to be in
0: contention with the moments that are unpleasant. Instead, you might just invite a softening,
1: a widening of the awareness so the unpleasantness can be known. without pushing it away, without making more of it. Awareness can include this too. And you may be aware of
0: moments where they're not particularly pleasant or particularly
1: unpleasant. Stay right there, refresh the awareness. Return to the presence. And there will also be moments that are pleasant within your meditation.
0: Sometimes they're really pleasant and unmistakable, and sometimes the pleasant dimensions of meditation are, are wispy. They are
1: just moments of a sense of contentment or calm. Just moments of feeling like, in this moment, nothing's wrong, really. Or even the just joy of the warmth of your palms resting And just like the unpleasant in
0: moments of the pleasantness, there's no need to keep making them happen. There's no need to do anything with them. And you might allow the awareness to widen
1: into any sense of peace or contentment that's here. To widen into any presence of, of care or metta that's here. Savor in this way. if you're feeling sleepy this morning or speedy
0: or if you're here with just some measure of a heaviness in the heart
1: just sense how it's possible to breathe with exactly what's here for you one breath at a time and feeling how as you settle the
0: earth is holding you,
1: so you can soften into the experience that's here for you. At any moment, settling back, refreshing the awareness, breathing and listening with exactly what's here for you. Soft awareness, soft breath. The flow of the breath sensations, the flow of sounds that are rising
0: and passing, it's all happening spontaneously.
1: And the awareness knows. Just keep breathing with exactly what's here for you. The past is a memory. The future hasn't happened yet. No need to figure any of it out. Just half breath in. Half breath out. Sati, remembering. To be present in this way. In a few moments, we'll
0: open up the space for some questions and comments about your practice. And some of you may prefer to just stay in the silence. And if so, it's just
1: fine to get up and step out of the room and begin your walking meditation.
0: And as you're stepping out, I realize I didn't make a couple of announcements. (laughs) Thanks, Howie. So we want to really warmly welcome Beth, who is joining us as our very experienced, very wonderful, very capable retreat support associate. So glad to have you back here with us, Beth. Thank you. Um, And the other announcement is that uh, practice discussion groups will begin following this um, this period in the hall this morning, the information's on the board out there. And we do want you to know that these groups aren't optional. We want you to be there. It's, it's it really, it's our job to check in on you. It's your job to do the practice and let us know how you're doing, and it's our job to check in on you. So please, please do come. There's just a time to touch base about, about how it's actually going for you in your experience being being here on retreat. Bruni's in the council house near where you registered. Howie and I are in rooms one and two, which are close to the bathrooms that are part of this building.
1: Okay, that's it for announcements. So this is a time for us
0: to uh, hear questions that you may have about your practice here, comments that you may hear about that you have a, may have about what's happening for you here. And we're more interested in really hearing from you about your actual practice here on the retreat than um, than questions about you know everyday life at home. So, what's alive? What's what's going on for you? What's working and what's uh, challenging? Yeah.
1: Thank you. Um, I'm
0: curious. I'm curious how to reconcile not privileging any particular kind of experience with like also making the decision to move away from pain. um, Move away from what? From pain Pain. and that kind of like more on a broader scale building life in a way that um, like towards more ease. Mm, Beautiful. (laughs) Yeah. What you're speaking to is just this, this ongoing um, dance the middle path. You know, we don't want anybody to be unnecessarily suffering. (laughs) They say that pain can be useful, but suffering is not. So there's a way that, oh my gosh, in the body, if we don't have pain now, we're going to in the future. It's part of the human experience. And so you can just notice, like, what's that sweet spot where the attention turns toward the experience of what we, what we call pain, which is actually a whole lot of things, right? Stabbing, throbbing, heat, vibration. It's not just one thing, you know? And so to maybe um, touch the edges without diving into the center of it in a way that's overwhelming to the system, if that's what's central in the experience, unless it's really overwhelming, it's often quite useful to investigate, to notice how it changes, to notice... Does the mind go into aversion, wanting to push it away? Uh, Is it possible to be present with it? And then if the mind gets tired with that, we come back to the anchor. Um, At this point in the retreat, it's helpful to mostly stay with the anchor, because it stabilizes the attention. It gathers the attention. But then sometimes, something else is really what's predominant. You know, like if you're sitting with an experience of outrage and you keep coming back to the breathing, there can be a sense of like, it can just feel unnatural. <laughs> and so if something else is really predominant, you, you can turn the attention toward that for a bit and then come back to the anchor. Um, the, the practice is less about what the experience is, right? And more about how we're in relationship to it. It's like check your attitude. Is there kindness? Is there metta? Is there presence? Or am I just like gritting my teeth against it? That's the place to be
2: curious. Hello, my name is Ransom. <laughs> um, I noticed in this particular sit that there was a difference for me between what I would call a diffuse attention or awareness of the of everything, kind of just being present, and then being able to kind of flip-flop back and forth between that and a a attention towards my anchor, whether it would be the breath or the body, is there any... Should I be doing something in terms of moving back and forth from that diffuse awareness that feels so pleasant and and so open, Mm
1: -hmm.
2: but then wanting to do what you've instructed, which is to move more towards these anchor points, such as the breath and the body both seem to work in terms of allowing Mm -hmm. and and, and experiencing Mm
1: -hmm. without having to
2: push or pull. Mm -hmm. But is there something that in this stage in the retreat and in this stage in my practice, the diffuse awareness feels more natural and at home to me, Mm -hmm. pushing towards the breath feels exactly that pushing Mm -hmm. or pushing towards the bodily awareness can sometimes feel like I'm directing and is that permissible, or what should I be the middle way, if you want. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you.
0: uh, when you're in the experience of the diffuse awareness, uh, do you feel like there's a continuity of presence
2: Absolutely. W- with
0: the diffuse? So the mind's not careening off into
2: Absolutely. It's, it? Absolutely. It feels to me like it's a little bit more, my mind is able to stay more present <laughs> as a result of being able to be aware of the entirety of the experience yeah. rather than just one simple thing.
0: Ultimately, everything we're offering from up here are tools. (laughs) So the breath is a tool to grow the presence of mindfulness. Hearing is a tool to grow the presence of mindfulness. Sometimes the attention, and attention is a factor of mind that can be directed. Awareness is more like this knowing. It's always there. Attention can be directed. So we may direct the attention to rest with the awareness. And if there's continuity, that's fine. And if it's pleasant, you get to widen into that. Um, For most of us, it's also really helpful to have extended periods of time where we do focus on the anchor. That will only deepen the continuity with everything else. So you might take a period of time where you just decide, I'm going to be with the breathing and to get curious about the push, you know, and then to take some periods of time where you're uh, directing the attention in the direction of awareness either of you have something to add let me know
1: okay thank you
0: yeah it's part of how meditation is really an art yeah yeah let's take the one right here let's see I think there's someone in the aisle oh sorry okay great (laughs) hi there hi
3: Uh, I'm James and um I want to start by saying that this is my my first time back here in over 20 years.
0: Wow.
1: And um, <sighs> it feels like home. Mm-hmm. It's nice to come home.
3: Spirit Rock. After
0: more than twenty. Well, years. just a tiny bit more. Than. You there it. we go. Yeah, yeah.
3: It's nice to come home to Spirit Rock after more than twenty years. Um, and I have a question, which has to do with um, with intention. I I set an intention before I came here to sit, and um,
1: and then I started sitting and. Um, I guess the only
3: uh so it's a personal intention I've you know I've come here I've done a lot of meta practice here which you know clearly has an intention but I don't know quite how to work with this intention that I've brought for myself and um I'll just conclude by saying that um you said something last night about um, you know, if you get distracted or you're in fantasy or you know your mind is somewhere other than in the present, to feel the, the searing of it, I think, is how you put it. And um, And that happened for me this morning. I felt distraction, a pretty strong emotion, and the moment I felt it, it was gone um in a very searing kind of way. So thank you for that instruction and I'm curious about how to work with an intention.
0: Let me ask one clarifying question. Yeah. You said your intention was to sit?
3: Is oh, there, there anything else? No, no. Level? well, no, I'm, I'm I'm it's uh it's in the realm of um a letting go. A letting go. Yeah.
0: Yeah, great. Yeah. Um it sounds like you are working with it. And that's that's the magic of this practice. Like something just happening without mindful awareness is one thing. And when it's happening within the presence of mindful awareness, it's a game changer. So often it does happen that when we stop fighting an experience and we can let it be, it lets go of us. And so my relationship to intentions are mostly that like I... I make a deep intention and then I let the intention have its way with me because there's a real power in the intention and it's, it doesn't work so well if we're trying to implement the intention all the time, right? So it's just like plant a deep seed of intention, let that power have its way with you. And what I'm hearing is that your intention around letting go is already happening and that the doorway to that is the letting be. I think we can't power our way and, you know, the white knuckling letting go, it's like, oh, and we let be. Things let go of us uh, over time. And mostly, I hear your sincerity of heart. And you can trust that all the way. Everything falls into place with that sincerity of heart. And this will be the last, the last question here. Oh, sorry. Um, yes, let's, we're going to take your question, if that's OK. Uh, yesterday, you made a mention about lingering on the pleasant feelings. I just wanted you to know, like, what's the distinction between lingering and clinging to it? Hmm. Nice. Like uh I sometimes get this wonderful samadhi and I'm in a very pleasant state. And, of course, everything can quickly change. And I feel myself leaning towards... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I want to go back to that feeling. So what's lingering and what's clinging? <laughs> the fact that you're asking the question <laughs> means you already know something about the answer, right? You know, what's the felt sense of lingering? For me, it's openness, availability, curiosity, engagement, intimacy, right? And then what you're describing as clinging is, is you know, what I'm hearing is that you're feeling that, it's almost an instinctual Um, grabbing, you know, an instinctual where where the mind goes into these machinations of trying to hold on, which is not relaxed or easeful. There's dukkha in it, (laughs) you know? And so that's a great place to be watching, just the gentle inquiry of like, oh, how does lingering feel? And really saturate in that. How does clinging feel? If there's dukkha, it's clinging, If there's gripping, it's clinging. And paradoxically, not to get too into words here, but paradoxically, it's possible to linger with the experience of clinging. So the clinging's happening. That's what's happening. Mindfully aware of the clinging begins to soften it up quite a bit because this doesn't take up all the space when we bring that mindful awareness to it. Thank you, and I'm sorry we didn't get to all the questions today. There will be time for more. So today, uh, with your walking periods, the the most important thing for your walking meditation is to actually do it. (laughs) To, To do it. And last night, you know, when I was talking a bit about just these precious moments between living and dying... Um, you know just to know with the walking like if this was the last time you were to do a walking meditation what um what would be important to you would you want to be there because someday we each will have our last step so enjoy your walking meditation and the movement practices and we'll see half of you for practice discussions today and the other half uh, for practice discussions tomorrow